0: This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun & Tonic blog. This week, we are going to be cooking up a dish in my kitchen. Since we're home a lot more nowadays due to the COVID-19 pandemic, I thought it will be useful and hopefully really fun as well for you listeners to learn a bit more about cooking and get to know a simple recipe or two. today's episode, we'll be making some souffle pancakes. Now, this is a dessert that has gotten quite a bit of traction and fame since bursting onto the scene a couple of years ago. It's a very Japanese invention, and is essentially like a souffle and a pancake had a child. A really fluffy, cloud-like child. It's a dessert that's very, very popular, and I've been seeing so many ASMR cooking channels on YouTube recreating and riffing on this dish. And it all seemed surprisingly easy. So I'm here to walk you through how these souffle pancakes are made. And without further ado, let's head to the kitchen. Hello, hello. Okay, so we're in the kitchen today and we are going to be making something that seems like it might be tricky, but it's actually quite an easy recipe. I'm talking about souffle pancakes. Now if you're a follower of a lot of Japanese cooking channels, uh, especially the ones on YouTube, you'll know that these souffle pancakes have been really popular recently. So what they are is uh, essentially like your typical conventional pancake except it's really light and fluffy and almost like a thick cloud-like pancake. And that's where the souffle part comes in because it's uh, kind of whipped with uh, egg whites and folded in. So it has a lot of height and a lot of volume to it. So first off, I have some eggs in front of me. Uh, I have two eggs actually. I'm just going to crack them and separate them into the egg yolks and egg whites. Putting the egg whites in one bowl and the egg yolks in another. That's one egg. And that's the second one. Okay, then when I have my uh, egg yolks and egg whites separated, I am going to add some flour to the egg yolks. So for two egg yolks, I'm adding 30 grams of flour, and this all-purpose flour here. Okay, and also Some baking powder. So I'm going to add about uh, three quarters of a teaspoon of baking powder. Okay, then I'm just going to give this a quick mix with a uh, spatula. You can also use a whisk. It will look like quite a thick paste, quite a thick mixture here. But it should still be in liquid form. If it's getting super pasty, you can also add a bit of uh, milk to this, which I'm going to do actually, because mine is looking really pasty. So I'm just going to add about 10 milliliters of milk, just to begin with, see what happens. Might need more. Okay see. Yep, I definitely need a bit more milk. Just a touch more. About 20 milliliters in total. And now the whole mixture will come together in a nice thick liquid. Just mix it until there are no more lumps. Okay. Okay now, moving on to our egg whites. So I have the two egg whites in a uh, bowl, in quite a large bowl actually, and I'm gonna whisk this up until it reaches stiff peaks. And uh, halfway through, I'm going to add uh, some sugar to it. But I'll just start by whisking it. Now this is quite a small amount of eggs, so I'm okay with doing it by hand. You can also use a machine. But this should be quite quick. Okay, once I see that it's foamy, I'm gonna add some sugar to it, some caster sugar. I'm gonna add twenty-five grams. Yep, that's twenty-five. Okay, and continue whisking. Now the sugar will help stabilize the egg white foam, and will help you form a meringue and today i'm also going to add a touch of salt actually because salt also helps the uh, meringue foam up better as well so i'm just going to keep whisking until i have a stiff meringue you know that it's stiff if you can tip the whole bowl over the top of your head and it will stay in its place so it's a bit daring but that should be how stiff your meringue is. So, just gonna keep going. Okay, so I think that's pretty much stiff peaks. Took a bit of uh, elbow grease, but I think we're there. Ooh, it was a lot more tiring than I thought. Okay, that's pretty much it. Okay, so now. You're gonna take your egg white mixture and get around a third of it and transfer it into the egg yolks so just a third I'm just gonna give that a quick mix to lighten the mixture a little bit Just mixing it with a spatula here And then I'm pouring this into the rest of the egg whites Then I'm going to gently fold it And make sure there are no more streaks of uh, egg whites remaining Oh, I got some on my hand, okay I'm just gonna give that a fold so you don't want to mix it too roughly because that will knock all the air out so what you do is just a gentle fold around the edges bringing the batter up from the bottom folding it over the top and just repeating that motion all around the bowl. and what this does is maintain the lightness of the batter but at the same time also mix it as well as you can right so that's it you don't want to overmix it and now we, I have a pan here that I've just put on a low heat my pan goes up to 10 uh, I'm just putting it at a three so that's like low or medium low you might say okay then I'm going to Oil my pan just a smidge, just about a teaspoon of oil, Uh, just gonna spread it around with a kitchen towel. Uh, This is to prevent the pancake from sticking to the bottom. And I'm also using a uh, non-stick pan, so that should help as well. And so, I'm just putting one dollop of pancake batter. On one side and another dollop on another on the other side I mean and you don't want to spread it out or like flatten it out because you want the height this is a souffle pancake after all as much as you can try and maintain the height of the pancake And you can add more on top of it actually to give it some extra height. And now uh, I'm just gonna cover this with a lid and set the timer for three minutes. So the key to this is really, really low heat. So the bottom can brown evenly and you also cook some of the center. Okay, it's been 3 minutes. Let me just check. Ooh, they're looking so jiggly. Oh, okay. It's not done yet. So, I'm just giving it an extra minute in the pan. And if it's done, on the bottom, if it, if it formed a nice crust, you should be able to lift it up. Which I'm not able to do just now, which is why I I knew that it wasn't quite ready yet okay so that's four minutes it should be good let's see okay while well the top is still looking quite soft I'm hoping the bottom is done now with a little finesse I should be able to flip it Ooh, ooh! the bottom is looking super nice and toasty when you flip it over and it should have maintained its height which it did so I'm super proud of it Ooh, oh I'm really excited like when I shake the pan I can see it jiggling oh I'm really excited for this okay I'm just gonna let it cook for an additional two minutes And it should brown equally on the bottom as well. So after flipping over and letting it cook for another two minutes. Oh my god, it's so fluffy. It smells really eggy. It's like a, almost like a, Egg cake, or like a titan cow. Jitan <laughs> uh, but um oh, it's a really, really fluffy pancake. Okay, let me bite into it, give you some ASMR. Mmm. You're probably not hearing much because it's so light. Oh, this is great. Oh, I'm going to put a bit of honey. Mm. Yeah, that was just tasting it plain. But typically, with pancakes, like any usual pancake, you would put like maple syrup, uh, have it with some berries, maybe, maybe even a bit of butter. So, I'm gonna put a bit of honey on mine and see how it does. Oh, mm. so good. Mmm. Mmm. I'm really pleased with this one. Oh, the Japanese has definitely figured something out here. Yeah, I might never make pancake the same way again. Ugh, this is bad. Okay, anyway, hope you guys make it, and I'll see you next week. Now, that is it for this week's episode. I hope you found this recipe really interesting and easy to follow, and it galvanizes you into cooking. As usual, I'll leave a link for this recipe in the show notes. But if you like to learn and read even more recipes, especially some crazy fun ones like kimchi carbonara and mooncake flavored donuts, you can find those and a lot more on my blog at JunAndTonic.com. That's J U N A N D T O N I C.com. Finally, to listen to more episodes of Breaking Bread, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or on the BFM app. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89